enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and Mark Phelan is back. Welcome back, Mark. Good That's to right. have the you here. The parole came through, and I'm feeling really lucky, <laughs> and I'd like to thank the little people for helping me out, spring me. Yes, it's good. I'm glad you're here. Missed you. And today we're going to be talking about romance. I'm going to call this show Romantic Rescue because romance is such a cool thing. So we're going to be talking about that. But first, I want to tell you, last night, I decided to watch on my on-demand pitiful, but this is what I did. I watched, what is it called? Bad Moms. Did you ever see, you haven't seen it? I have not seen Bad Moms. Yeah. I mean, it's not the kind of movie. I had a great mom, so I I couldn't. You're a lucky one. Yes. Yeah. It was really cute at the end of the movie. They had the real moms and the actors uh, talking about their experience. It was really kind of cool. But yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable. I liked it a lot. And like I said, it's not the kind of movie that I would run out to go see in the theater, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought I wanted something light and fun. But the moral or the sort of the idea of the movie, and it was it was enjoyable, was that, you know, none of us are perfect. We're all flawed human beings. We're all bad moms and bad dads and in other words, flawed parents, flawed children. Bad presidents. <laughs> just had to put that one in there, I know. Uh, but, you know, and we're also bad spouses and bad lovers and bad partners. We all have our flaws and our issues. And I think it's important just to kind of put it out there. Because when we can accept that and know, yeah, we don't always have it right. I mean, I get it wrong all the time. Should we be saying at times we're bad? At times. Yes, Yes, absolutely. But, you know, the reality is nobody really shows us how to, most of us, except for the lucky few, how to be in a relationship, how to communicate effectively, you know, how to keep a relationship thriving and passionate. How do we learn those things? I mean, we really do learn it from the mistakes that we make. And we can't learn if we think we know everything. If we think we have it right, we think we're perfect, we're not going to grow. So there's also this acceptance when we can just accept the fact that, you know, there are better days than others. Some days we don't do it so well. I'm included in that. And some days we do. And some things we do better than others. It's good to know our strengths because we can pull for those. But it's also really important to recognize areas that you can grow. And oftentimes, really, in our action steps on the show, we do say, take an inventory. Take a look at the things that you can grab and learn and and understand and do better. Because isn't that what it's about? I mean, really, this journey in life is just to hopefully keep growing stronger and better. And ultimately, the I forget who said it. I don't remember who said it, but I think it's such a great thing, is we can judge the quality of our life by how well we loved and I, I think, think that was Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> it, it might yeah, have I been. It was. <laughs> yeah. um, I can see him saying that. I'm thinking of Mr. Green Green Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really remember it all that clearly. That was but, Mr. Green Jeans. But Absolutely. I do remember watching that show. Yeah. 
couple of bachelors it's gonna hanging age, out It's going to age us a bit. I think most of our audience is not even going to understand what we're talking There's about. There's a kangaroo who's a captain. <laughs> but it's good stuff. Oh, I can see that maybe Mr. Rogers might have said something like that, too. Certainly a possibility. But yes. He always came across as a little on the high side. On the high side? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What do you mean high? Like Won't he was stoned? Be mine. Won't you be I think he was blissed out in I'm life. I'm going to put on my little socks and sneakers. Don't now. you say anything negative about Mr. Rogers. No, he was a Mis- good dude. He was a really great guy. Yeah. I mean, really some good messages for kids. So anyway, so we're talking about romance because let's face it, we could do better in that. And what's happening on uh, Thursday? No, on Wednesday. It's the first day of February. Mm-hmm. And the second day is Groundhog's Day, which could uh, be bad news. But the bottom line is it's a countdown for it's, anybody in a relationship. People are already planning it. Two weeks later, it's Armageddon, also known as Valentine's And people who Day. are not in a relationship might be feeling bad about that, too, right? Boo, hoo, hoo. I got nobody to love me. I know. Believe me. Right. So, yeah, it, it is a day and it, it is supposedly a day of romance and love. And, you know, we've talked about it in past shows, not on this show, but it is an important thing to talk about. And we'll talk about it a little bit today because we're talking about romance exactly. and it is the day of romance. But let's first talk about what is romance. What's, what would you say you, I mean, we could say as a man, but we could also say... Thank you for giving me that. <laughs> yes. I appreciate it. We could also say as Mark Phelan. What would your definition of romance be? Well, I've always considered myself to be an incurable romantic. And I think that falls under the auspices of if I'm with someone, not only do I care about to like them to know that I care about them, I will think about things that are romantic, things to do. A classic walk on the beach is always right up there watching a sunset right up there. And the reason I like those is because you don't need artificial stimuli. Mm. In other words, you're just walking on the beach. You're just watching a sunset. I'm not in a movie theater. I'm not sitting at a fine dining restaurant. I'm not in a brand new sports car. I'm sitting so in So it's nature. free is what you're saying. There's the key word there. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Absolute doesn't cost me a freaking dime. You know, maybe you pick up a, a tall uh, country club malt liquor and share it with a couple of paper a cups. Schlitz. Bingo. There's a good night. Yeah. Go through the drive through window on the way out and score. No, the bottom line is it's among, when you're out in nature. There's And there's beauty. The beauty yeah. is there's time for reflection. I was in Florida last week and I walked along the Gulf in my hometown of St. Petersburg, Florida. Give a and shout out to those in yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home of the newlywed and the nearly dead as we grew up with because <laughs> it's kind of a retirement community. But spectacular, literal white sand beaches. It's not this brown dirt that we got in L.A., in California. Don't say you're negative. You, you are really stepping on some toes beaches. here. Mr. Rogers and now the California beaches. I mean, Sons come on. of beaches. <laughs> anyway, what it comes down to is that just walking along the Gulf, because it's a, it's, it doesn't have the kind of tide and volume that Atlantic and Pacific have, but it's just this nice rhythmic. And I did like a six-mile walk, just, ah. Oh. Yeah. Stress relief. And if you're with someone, you're having a conversation. You're experiencing that together. You're not having front row seats at the, the latest thing. What I'm saying is you don't need that. It is there for you every day of the week. Well, there's two things you're talking about, which when I think of romance, I think about as well, which is beauty and connection. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And there's no distraction. 
Yeah. No one's, you don't have your freaking cell phone out. You're not on the phone. You're not dealing with traffic. You're not waiting for something to start or finish. Is it too hot or too cold inside the theater? All those things aren't off the table. You're taking a stroll on the beach. Usually they're hand in hand. You can stop and pause and, oh, look at that. Look at this. And you have connection to me is unfiltered. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. No, it's pure, right? But as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about, okay, what about... And free is a good thing, too. Free doesn't hurt. But, you know, I'm thinking about movies, right? Romantic movies. What do they have in common? And the interesting thing is I'm thinking about it. I think they all have, and, you know, you as a screenwriter can understand this, but there has to be some some obstacle, right? It's like they meet, but then there's an obstacle. So it's like they're, they're longing. There's this longing for one another. And I don't think it's the obstacle that's the important piece. Maybe it is in the movie. It's the journey. It, it is the journey. And in that journey, when there is an obstacle, and there are always obstacles. Of course. I mean, there just are. That when we have that, that longing, that appreciation, and we are really attending to that other person in very meaningful ways, th- that's what the romantic mm-hmm. movies have in common. And I think in real life, that's what romance is as well. And I do believe that's why romance dies when we get married, there's no more, well, there are obstacles, but there's no more apparent, obvious obstacle. We've got the person. Right. We've got them. We're with them all the time. We wake up with them. We, you know, we go to bed with them. Well, ideally, but there is a lot of that. And so the romance tends to then stop. We're no longer pursuing. We're no longer longing for what we have. And that's important. So how do we, when we are in a relationship, married, living with someone committed, continue to really cultivate that romance. And there are people who do. It is mm-hmm. possible. Sure. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about it. When people talk, come to me and they're talking about, usually men talking about their partners, their women partners, not wanting sex anymore, the thing that the women want is they might call it romance, But really, they just want to feel attended to. They want to feel important. They want to feel loved. And that's the thing that if a partner wants to have sex, that usually is, for a woman, the way to get there, is to create some of that romance Mm -hmm. so she can feel that she is a priority in his life and that she's important. Now, it could be the other way around. I mean, there are women in relationships who want more sex than men. And there can also be numbers. (laughs) There's actually more than you would think. And certainly even in, you know, in gay relationships or same sex relationships, male or female, there's one partner who wants more sex than the other. I mean, I, I think there's, you can't really avoid that. So the question is, what do you do? And it's not so much about learning how to touch them in the right way or, you know, go down on them in a way that's going to work. There are steps to take before that happens. And romance is it. I think that you find the inner core that whatever floats the boat of someone else. If the more you get to know them, the longer you get to know them, you're going to find out those little things that really make the difference in how someone feels, how they feel about themselves or a place, a thing. And you start appeasing that or you work with that. Yeah. Say, for instance, somebody really loves Italian or spicy food and you don't care for it. Well, you work around it because you know they like it. And that's being thoughtful. Exactly. But what you're saying, I think, in a different way, but that 
romance is also very subjective. So if I say to you, if you and I were were married and I said, hey, I want more romance. I wish you were more romantic. You might have an idea of what that means to you, but it may not actually be what it means to me. And you exactly. may be thinking, but I am romantic. Sure, they, they, I took you. I took you instead of taking you to that nice restaurant on our anniversary. I took you for a walk on the beach. And that's I'm, right. And I'm thinking and you you're a cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> and there's the key of why I'm single right now. <laughs> so no, you see, there, there, you just brought up a key point. Mm-hmm. It's not only the perception; it's the interpretation. Right. So if I, my perception is, and we've, there again, we mentioned Valentine's Day. What's the perception that men are fed? Uh, calf flowers, mm-hmm. uh, candy, right. and a, a little bauble would be nice. A Always bauble. a nice going out to dinner kind of a scenario. Mm-hmm. Guys are force fed that from day one. So it's like you got to hit all these things. Like you have to. Exactly. Yeah. And you look at this general thing you've seen in movies, sitcoms. The guy shows up. He's got flowers. He's got the little box of chocolates and a little bobble, a little ring or earrings or whatever. And we've got reservations at that special restaurant. Well, check, check, check. But to me, that isn't none of that is romantic. I don't think it's romantic either. First of all, it's a force fed. I don't believe in the idea that you have a specific day that you have to do all these things in order to be fulfilled or feel like you're now being a romantic partner. I think that's such a load of crap because that can be any day of the week. Any day of the month, you create your could own could be every day. day. Well, yeah. that's the class thing you want every day to be. Every well, day, you should have fireworks like the 4th of July and you should have the, well, the most amazing things. I get that that's happen. not realistic, but, but to be loving every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, considerate, loving, those are all the ultimates. But the idea we we buy into this nonsense, and it's usually female driven. Not to be sexist, it's usually female driven. Mm-hmm. We, well, we've been fed flowers. the same messages. I better have flowers. I better have chocolates. I better have. There's all those diamond things. commercials on, right? Oh, and it's excruciating <laughs> yeah. because I would, if I'm a female, I would love the fact that all of a sudden it's Tuesday, uh, June first, and all of a sudden my special person shows up with flowers, with the bauble, with. Uh, right. The chocolate. So I say, we're going out to a great meal tonight. Totally unexpected. It means that more. Yeah. Is not only means more, I put that special thought into it. It's now you have the surprise element on top of all that. No expectation. It's, wow, they went through all the trouble to do all these things. This is so great. Versus, oh, tomorrow... I've, it's like yeah, there's no there's no imagination or creativity. Really, we already have those. We have birthdays, we have Christmas anniversaries. This supposed you have to go out and do something. Well, I will, and I agree with you. You know, there there are a lot of problems associated with Valentine's Day. Again, whether you're it's in a, a relationship, it's a completely man made. I know, I know. Consumer driven holiday. And if you're single, it's a problem you forget. But I have to tell you, it's my favorite holiday. So (laughs) here's the thing I love Valentine's Day. Now, on Valentine's Day, what I've always done is I always. Get liquored up. No, I always make a really great dinner because it's ridiculous to go out. I and mean, we've Hello. talked the the dinners you go out to. It's crowded. It's, it's expensive. You, me, it's lousy. Let me just give you the, everybody the two seconds of thirty years of hospitality. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a bad. The day situation. before, the day after. Or here's a great solution, especially if you can get away. Do it at lunchtime at a, the best restaurant in town. Oh, that's a go great, there for lunch. You'll idea. have all the accoutrements, all the bells and whistles, all the great food. Big difference is you're not going to be packed elbow to elbow. You're not going to have someone come up and say, oh, that fourteen ninety five per 
entree where you usually get out with $50, $70 for the meal. Now it's going to be 200 bucks for the exact same thing. Why? Because it's Valentine's right, Day. Right, right. And the quality goes down. The and- $75 for a dozen roses that the day before were nine ninety five. Oh, I know. It's such a crock. It's ridiculous. So here's what my point is. So like for me, I love Valentine's Day because it does represent love. And you know, I love love. I'm a sucker for love. But it can be a wonderful day. So to exchange a love letter or a card and you know a gift certainly couldn't hurt i always like to have chocolate in a little in a little heart box and, and i always let that be known i don't expect my partner to if it's if it's a different one um to read my mind you know something i let them know what it is that i want and it is it's a wonderful dinner at home it's fabulous drink some wine don't have to worry about driving and and we do celebrate love again it is also a reminder like you were saying it doesn't have to be that day, but it is a reminder for people to say, look, take, just like New Year's, a reminder to like, take some inventory, look at your life. What is it that you want to be different in the next year? You can do that for Valentine's Day too. Mm-hmm. What is it that we can do to enhance our relationship, to enhance our love and mm-hmm. our passion? And it's just a good conversation to have. But the most important thing, because there are people, couples, both men and women, who say it's a crock, don't believe in it, don't need to celebrate it. And then there are people like me who say, I love it. It does have some meaning. So the most important thing is to find out and to communicate exactly what it means to you. And if it is important to your partner, then it needs to be important to you. Would it mean less to you if it was February 13th instead of the 14th? No. No. So if my partner said, hey, I do really want to take you out to this really special place and have an amazing day, but you know, the 14th is just not the ideal day to do right. that. So I've set something up for the 12th, mm-hmm. even the 11th, Bingo. even the 16th. Absolutely. I'd be great. That's, That's great. exactly my point. Yeah. Don't buy into the nonsense. And, you know, let's face it, working in hospitality, we loved those days. I loved it as a server, bartender. Mm -hmm. I made triple the money in one day. Right. It was awesome. I literally made all the dough because you had volume and you had giant price tags. The problem is we run out of this, run out of that. Now you're watching these people's face drop. They've been stressed out. They've waited a long time. They're starving. They know they're getting gouged. It's they're not right. dumb. It's usually a price fix. Even, oh yeah, a which, price fix which is I don't usually like. seventy-five to one hundred dollars per person. Here's the four things you have a choice of. So not only do you not get what exactly. you really want, and you also get too much. This is all you have. Yes, we have a little salad, and you have an appetizer plate for that you're going to share. Choice of three entrees, and our little yeah. heart box, and, and some chocolates, and, and maybe a glass of champagne. You'll get a rose going out because the ladies get them. It'll be one hundred fifty dollars a person. The next night, that same thing would be seventy-five bucks, and it isn't the price. That but it's I'm also like said, it lacks creativity. But that's exactly it's there, not romantic. There it is. Yeah. There it is, and it is not about the dollar amount. I'm not that freaking cheap. I like a value, but the idea that I watched this is over years and years and years. People come in, they're so excited, and they wait and they wait and they wait, and all of a sudden, the, the romance is gone. Yeah, now it turns in you're like waiting for a bus. Okay, we're starving. I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting a headache. I, 
I, all the beauty that could happen that night has gone out the window because you bought into right, that and then day. they're just too tired to even have sex. Exactly. And That's you know, it. we've talked. Sex is always better, I think, before dinner, anyways. So you know, why are we even talking about this? And and I do think that people who get caught up in in sort of the things that you should do and you're supposed to do, maybe they're they're just starting to date and they think they're supposed to do this thing, or maybe they've been together for a while and they're in a rut, so they're trying to do this thing. So it could be really good intentions. But let's talk about why it is important, right? And we've talked about, well, you know, if you want to have sex, then, you you know, if you're a guy, probably being romantic, if you're not feeling connected and your wife or girlfriend is turning you down. That or both. Could, or rough edge your girlfriend. <laughs> you're really in trouble. Yes, we are not condoning that. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's important that you are just really attuned to what it is that's going on in your relationship. I promise you, if you start doing romantic things, not only will your partner feel closer to you and more appreciative of the things that you're doing, you will feel closer as well. One, just by being loving and doing those things and having some creativity, because that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's beauty, it's connection, it's it's attention, it's, it's really loving gestures that are a little outside the box. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, you are going to feel more in love. Exactly. And your partner's going to feel loved, and that's when things can start to shift. And it really is important. So if you are feeling disconnected in your relationship, or maybe you're pursuing a new relationship, romance can be really important. Now, on that note, you don't want to go too quick, too soon in a new relationship. You'll just scare that person away. Right. And what are some romantic things you have done in the past? Like, what's the most romantic thing you've done or had done to you? Oh. Something that's done to me is always good. <laughs> uh, there again, I, I kind of planned a whole day. We went, instead of dealing with the craziness of uh, the cattle call dinner house, went down the beach and went to uh, a beautiful place, Laguna Niguel, spent a wonderful afternoon walking along the beach, then had a spectacular lunch at the Ritz-Carlton, another spectacular location, mm-hmm. went and had massages, Mm. And the the amount of dough again, it's not about the money; it's about the quality of what you get for right. it. Right, it's value. Bliss, absolute bliss. Then, when we were finished with that, we had a nice little bottle of wine, watched the sunset, spectacular. Then, as we're driving back, it's almost like you watched all the lemmings heading to the uh, the restaurants <laughs> with the pressure, of the, and we were just totally blissed out. That was an all day experience, and it was connection. It was just. It was literally a little mini staycation. You know, we yeah. lit, we went 20 miles, but it was an all day that seemed like we were being catered and pampered. Yeah. That was awesome. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. One thing I left out about the old other cavalcade of demands that people is the card. Ooh, that's always tough. Do you get the big heavy duty? I love you. I love you. The, <laughs> you're the beat of my heart. Right. I can't breathe my air without you. Or do you have a, hope you have a great day. You're such a nice person. I was when I was in beginning relationships. It would hours I'd pour over the cards, just how far you want to go. I know, right? And, what, and then you don't want to say I love you the first time in a card. No. <laughs> but what I would end up doing yeah. is getting something clever, beautiful, and then I would compose something myself. 
Always a home run. That's the way to do it. Because Find one with a blank inside. Yeah, yeah. It's not someone else's words. And here's the pisser. Although I've sometimes this, they do say it well. They say, well, and then you get this, love, Joe. It's like, you don't know the, they didn't even put another word into it. See, it's all right there. I know, I'm guilty of that sometimes myself. What about on the other flip side? And I I know you've experienced this. I think we've all experienced this. This this would be an example of being a bad partner. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you just aren't feeling the love, you're in a relationship, married, committed, and you just, you're in this relationship and you are just not really feeling it, but you know that you're supposed to. Give this card Where that I says was just how that. fabulous this Where person is. Where I was is. just at, I would pick up the card. Oh, that's a gorgeous card. I love this thing. Uh, no, I like, nah, you're the best thing that ever happened to me? Nah, no, I don't think so. I'm not going to go. You can't do that. And I, I would feel bad. I'd, I'd actually go, I would love to pick up one of these cards that just pour out this gorgeous I romantic know. stuff. Yeah. Mm, nah. And I, that's when you know the heat has been turned down. And it's, is it reignitable? Can you flip the pilot and keep it back up? Or is it just going to be going and go out? Yeah, that's actually a good barometer of where you're at. You're in that car aisle. Ironically, the best cards you're ever going to find are car washes. They do have such it's a good spectacular cards. amounts of, and you've got a good twenty minutes. We can just pour it's over the them. Best. Sometimes I'll just idea. buy a bunch of them and keep them yep. keep them in handy. Yep. Yeah, but that's that's a huge barometer. Of, oh, I love this. This is exactly how I feel. I'm going to get this versus. Mm, it's almost like you're nice. You're okay. Have a nice day. And it's, um, <laughs> it's this tri- is what you're giving tricky. to a, a, a partner. It's tricky. So if you can. Keep the relationship going. If you can be that loving partner before Valentine's Day and work on your relationship, mm-hmm. not just at Valentine's Day, but right. all year, then when it comes to Valentine's Day, it'll be a wonderful thing. It just occurred to me, too. I think one of the reasons women are willing to put up with all the nonsense is because, yes, I don't get it. 364 days of the year. That one day I want to get it. I don't know how I get it. I don't care if you're forced to do it. At least they know they're going to get it because they've been so deprived. Yeah, that's true. And that's the shame. Yes. Men and women both need to be more aware of the needs of their partners to know. It's like the old uh, beggar will take a biscuit that's been thrown off the table if you're starving. Right. You don't want to settle for crumbs. But I also want to say, because I see this all the time in my practice, that there are women who also just think that just because... You know, they're having sex with their boyfriends or their husbands, which is the fact that they're there, uh, that their partners should be just treating them amazingly well, and they're not doing it, too. We need to do it, too. It has to go both ways. Men need romance, too. It may look a little different, but again, that's when we ask, what does does Valentine's Day have a meaning for you? What what does it mean to you? What are some things that you would like to do? What's Mm -hmm. important to you? What is romantic to you? Sure. Uh, You know what what turns you on? I mean, these are conversations. What's the ultimate goal for ninety nine percent of guys Valentine's Day? It's the score. Everybody wants to get something on Valentine's Day. So women want roses and men want to get laid. Exactly. I mean, that's the stereotype, but but there's truth in it. But you can accomplish that without having to go to a a silly restaurant. You can, you can go to a a whole foods and and just buy a bunch of nosh and wine and great appetizers and some cheese. Exactly. And fruit have literally a a picnic in bed. That's what I used to do. That's the ultimate goal. I mean, you, that's where you want to end up anyway. Yeah. Let's do it without the stress. We de-stress. 
do it again. Couples massage first, a little wine, and everyone is going to get what they want. You're going to get the attention, all the love, the affection. It's so much more then, satisfying. Absolutely. It's, yeah, but it just it reminded me in my, in my first marriage, that's what we did for Valentine's Day. Every year, I would I didn't cook. I didn't know how to cook. So it was a long time ago. So I didn't know how to cook. We would have Valentine's dinner in bed always always, you know, finger food. So there was no utensils allowed. There'd be a blanket on the bed and I'd wear sexy lingerie and we would just have a wonderful time. Yeah. Yeah. And then it evolves into what he wants, but also what she wants too. We we all want to make love and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, you're getting the attention you want and kind of, and I bring her back to the idea of the sunset and the walk on the beach. You're getting the attention you want and it's genuine. It's not forced. It's not, oh, I have to do this now. Right. So and now you, you have two weeks. <laughs> so listeners, exactly. as we're wrapping up the show, you have two weeks. Start the romance now. So when it comes exactly. to Valentine's Day, it will feel more organic. Have the conversation with your partner if you don't know, if it's a new relationship, right. or even if you've been in a relationship for a while, like how important is Valentine's Day? What does it mean to you? What would you like to do? Let's do something different. Let's what can we what can we create? But start now with being romantic and loving and attentive, exactly. and it's going to make a big then difference. Then you don't have to rescue your romance because it's staying afloat very nicely, right? And how you can do it, you can start by little things, you know, nice long. Kisses, not just little pecks, but long kisses. I don't mean, you know, 10 minutes, but at least 20 seconds when you say goodbye or when you say hello or when you say goodnight or when you say good morning. Like just taking that time to touch and kiss, which a lot of people stop doing. I think most people do it at the beginning of a relationship, but a lot of people forget about that and they stop. It's being intentional. Exactly. It's sending a loving text, thinking of you. Can't wait to see you tonight. The gentle touch. You look spectacular today. You really look good today. Yes. Who doesn't want to hear that? As long as it's authentic, absolutely. Who doesn't want to hear that? Yes. I have a daughter, no matter what I have on, I say, does this look good? No. (laughs) Are you trying to be happy? No, no. So I just so, give yeah. up at that. Point. Well, you know, you you want to be honest, but you want to be you want to be kind. But yeah, also a thank you. You know what? Maybe your partner washes the dishes every night, and you don't say thank you because that's right. what they do. And exactly. to say, you know, I just want you to know that I, I re- yes, I appreciate so much that you wash the dishes every night because I hate washing dishes, and I just want to let you know how much I do appreciate. It. I know I don't say it enough. And be aware. Be aware of the response. I had a relationship where I would say, "You look really good today." Of course I do. Oh, you know it? It just wow. diminished any idea <laughs> of ever make, saying that again. It doesn't make you want to keep giving compliments. It, thank you. And that's exactly what happened. Well, you never give me compliments. You know, when we first were together, I would say, you look really good. I like that. You, of course I do. Of, of course I am. Of course it does. It's like. And was she serious so, or kidding? No, she was pretty much serious. And so I just said, you know what? Since you know it, I guess I don't have to bring it up. Wow. But yeah. I, it, the, the comeback around was the fact when it was, you never give me compliments. I said, if you recall, I used to give them tons, but you kept, your response always was, yeah. of course I am. Now, you certainly, another way you could have handled that now that you are doing better, right? As you're evolving, you could say, if it happened again in another relationship, which I don't think it would, but <laughs> that's a rare thing, but you could say, you know what? When you say that, it really doesn't make me want to give you compliments. It doesn't feel good. Oh, and that didn't work either. No, it's like uh, really oblivious. It's also like when your partner does something, you say, hey, can you you wash the dishes? Mm -hmm. And then they do wash the dishes, and then you tell them how they did it wrong. 
Bello, yes. yes. And why do they stop washing the dishes? Exactly. Never tell me to do something and then tell me how to do it. Right. If you want it done that way, then you do it. Yeah, but these are things that happen over time. Of and, course. And by the way, they are things that happen over time, right? Like I said, we're, we're not always great. We mm-hmm. have better days than others. But when we can add in and pepper it in with loving gestures and romance. That's the that romance. Other that stuff keeps doesn't, the romance. Afloat. Yes. That other stuff doesn't feel quite so bad. Can you imagine bad. you come home and there's a beautiful meal prepared for you. Maybe it's not that great. Maybe something's a little overcooked, undercooked, whatever. You know, wasn't that good? Do you think that personality is not going to appreciate it? She's going to feel, or he is going to feel like very disappointed. Not going to want to cook again. But the, exactly. The third time is... Good. Thank you. I'm never doing that again. Yeah. It's on you now. And this is about learning how to receive. So if you do have a partner who does do anything kind or loving or romantic, acknowledge it, acknowledge it even if it isn't exactly, exactly. perfect. If it's not great food, say, so you know what? Let's take a cooking class. Why don't we get on the YouTube and we'll figure out, we'll make a meal together. Then you're part and parcel, but you've not diminished the effort. That's a great that thing is, to do th- for That's Valentine's the key Day. word is... When people feel diminished, it's like if you're at work and you do a great job and you don't even get the acknowledgement from the boss of like, attaboy or good job, nothing, it diminishes your enthusiasm. Right. So you want to be in a relationship where where you feel good. When exactly. you're with that person, Appreciated, you, you, feel, acknowledged. you feel alive, you feel joy, but you also have to be that person. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you have to be that person. Don't wait for that person to do it. Right. When you become that person, chances are that your partner will also start to do the same. If they don't, then you need to have a conversation about it. That's right. Not a, hey, you know, you're horrible, you don't do these things, but, you know, I've really been making an effort here and it would mean a lot to me if, if you could say thank you more or so just acknowledge of, what I'm doing. Instead of taking an inventory, you take a hike. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes, look at, sometimes we stay in bad relationships too long for the wrong reasons. And it's always about, and I'm just going to mention this as we wrap up, we have to love ourselves first. And when we love ourselves, we then have more strength to speak up in a loving way. And if we are single on Valentine's Day, this is an opportunity to be with a girlfriend, do something fun for yourself. Do whatever fills you with or, joy. You know, you watch a movie. Watch Bad Moms. I mean, literally, yeah. don't buy into the idea that because you're single on Valentine's Day, you're you're diminished as a worthwhile human being. No, and if you want to be in a relationship, then, you know, remember about, and we talked about this before, but think about your relationship that you will be in in the next year, in 2018, and what you're going to tell your romantic partner, hopefully your life partner, how you spent this last mm-hmm. Valentine's. And instead of saying, oh, I stayed in bed crying all day. Yeah, don't buy into you that. You could tell them how fabulous you are and the things that you did. And think about that. Because, yeah, you're single today, that could change tomorrow. You're married today, that can change tomorrow exactly. too. We only have today. And today we want to do the best that we can. And adding some romance into your life, single or partnered is always a good thing. When we talked about beauty, love, connection, it could be with friends. It could be with lovers. Go see a movie. Go see a great movie with a friend. Even if you have a burger somewhere, just have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Absolutely. Because it's just, this is the day and we don't know what the future 
is in store, has in store for us. Exactly. So our action step is just all of the things that we talked about. Right. What can you do to add some romance into your life, whether you're single, whether you're pursuing a new relationship or whether you've been in a relationship for a long time, there is always going to be some room for improvement here. So maybe it's to start with a conversation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just to start thinking about some things that feel good for you. These are not all things I have to do. These are things that feel good to do. You're doing it from a positive space. Spend a couple hours over a bottle of wine reminiscing about your first date and how you courted each other. You're going to think yeah. back to all those times. Or all the positive memories. Exactly. Had. You don't want to immediately go, and we don't do any of that anymore, but you, it'll spark the idea of this is what we did. We can keep doing that. Yes. But at least for those couple hours, you're reliving that, and it's going to be fun. It, it can really add a spark of excitement oh, yeah. when you start remembering those things. The titillation yeah. of the first touch and intimacy and all that Speaking good Speaking of titillation and excitement, mm-hmm. next week we're going to be talking about orgasms. Now we're talking. <laughs> the big O. So all kinds of stuff about orgasms. So you don't want to miss that show. So again, send your questions or comments to me. We're getting responses from around the world, literally. Yes, it's very exciting. These are the people I want to hear from. It's very cool. Yeah, people are listening all over the world. So exciting. Completely awesome. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. So yeah, definitely send your comments, questions. You know where to find me, drlauriebuckley.com. And again, as always, so appreciate you listening to the show. I mean, really, sincerely, it means a lot to us because we love doing this. And again, we're going to be talking next week about orgasm. So we look forward to talking to you then. Bye, everyone. <laughs>